Hello friend, welcome back. So glad you're here joining me today. I am really excited about this topic today of accountability because I want to dive into ways that we have done accountability wrong. Maybe you have a sad or bad accountability story that you could share. But then I want to take a look at the opposite and what I think good accountability looks like. What are some key components that you need? So whether you are an accountability partner or whether you are looking for one, maybe you realize it's time for a new one. But let's take a look at this so that you can keep taking steps forward on your healing journey. Hey mama, welcome to Intimacy After Infidelity. Do you find yourself Googling, can a marriage survive infidelity? Or what's the first step to divorce? Do you wake up full of hope only to end the day with more shame when there's another stupid argument again? Hey, I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus. I too felt the shame of infidelity and wished someone had a roadmap for how to get out of the mess so I could experience freedom. I kept telling myself I just needed to try harder to end the affair and fix my marriage until I found I needed Jesus to heal some deep wounds in my heart. Through prayer, lots of research, and developing new healthy habits, I was able to find healing to shed my shame once and for all. Now I'm excited to share everything I've learned with you. So find your safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. Ladies, I have another exciting update from around the globe. I am seeing sisters in Croatia and South Africa join in. Oh, you ladies warm my heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm glad that you are trusting me with a period of your time. I don't take that lightly. And I pray and I think over what it is God wants me to share. And wow, God is building his kingdom up around the world. What a beautiful community of ladies. And I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't remind you of our Facebook community that we have, women who are encouraging each other, praying for each other, and like we're going to talk about today, holding each other accountable. Women who are raising their hands and saying, can I have an accountability partner? Can I be an accountability partner? Women are all are at all different parts of their healing journey. And so what an incredible opportunity to look forward and ask for help and also to look back at where you've been and say, who can I help who might still be struggling? So again, a beautiful picture of community. And I'm super excited to announce that after the new year in the Facebook community, I will be doing a a book study on the book called Fervent by Priscilla Shire. I'm so excited. This book, Fervent, has radically changed my perspective on prayer, and it's radically changed my habits on how I am fervently praying, not only for myself and my family, but lots of different areas. What are the ways that the enemy is trying to gain a foothold in my life And how can I fervently be praying against that? So if you are interested 
and joining us for some good accountability and community. We would love to have you. So if you're going to type it in, head to facebook.com slash groups slash intimacy after infidelity, and I will have that linked in the show notes. So we are just a click away. All right, so I want to start today with this idea of accountability gone wrong. And I want to start by saying it is not just a checklist. Now, there is perhaps a time and place for that. Maybe at your job, you have a checklist of things that you have to get done every day or every week, and your boss holds you accountable. So that's one place that that works. However, I think accountability can go wrong when it stops there and you think that that checklist is all that you need. Let's face it, I bet many of you have been in a situation, whether at church or another small group, where you show up and they say, okay, how many times did you read your Bible this week? Or how many times did you mess up with this situation again? And wow, I just, I can feel that. I have sat in those circles of saying, hey, here's my report from the week, and it's not the report that I want to be giving. But then you see your friend over here who always has the perfect report. And let me ask, does that make you feel any better about yourself? So often when we sit in these circles and we say, I messed up again, or I didn't reach the mark again, it starts to feed into your identity and your guilt and your shame. And none of that feels good. So what happens after a while of that sort of report? You eventually say, you know what? I'm never good enough. I'm never going to reach my goals. Why bother? And so suddenly accountability falls off because you are living into this idea that you'll never reach your goal. You'll never be good enough. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. So the difference is in your job, when you have a checklist, you're primarily using just your willpower. I just know that I have to get this done. And so I will. You get the job done. But here, we're talking about something greater with your longings and desires. Here in a situation like this, where we're recovering, we are using your brain and your heart and your soul, just your willpower and saying, I'm going to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. That's not enough to cut it here. Trust me, I know there's a reason that I kept going back, kept going back, no matter how many times I said I was going to be done. Willpower is not enough. Now, I will say that confession is needed. There is something good about sitting in a group and saying, hey, I messed up. Hey, I did have some sin this week. Hey, there was a major setback. Confession is biblical for sure. But If you imagine Jesus in that situation, if you picture Jesus listening to you, he's not standing there with his arms crossed saying, yeah, yeah, I know. Tell me more about how you messed up. No, Jesus, I picture him as 
He takes our hands and he walks with us into our true self. And I think about this verse from 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, there is confession. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. So he doesn't just listen to the confession and leave it there, but he moves us forward. He purifies us and then we are righteous again. So what is good, real accountability? Well, I heard from a book once that accountability is used to affirm and nudge people forward in their true identity and destiny. Accountability is about finding your true identity and taking the steps forward into that future. And I've learned a couple good questions to ask around this topic. First of all, ask God, what do you want me to know today to live into my true identity? God, what is it that you want me to know? And a second question, God, what do you want me to do so I can be my true self? What is it you want me to do? So if you are looking for some real accountability, here's a couple of good points to remember. First of all, find someone who will point you to Jesus. And I think about that beautiful story in the New Testament where there was a man that was lame and couldn't walk. And his four friends wanted to help him get to Jesus, but Jesus was surrounded by the crowds. So what did they do? They took him up to the rooftop of the house where Jesus was. And it says that they cut a hole in the roof so they could lower their friend down to Jesus' feet. Do you have friends who will point you to Jesus no matter what? Okay, and the second thing, do you have accountability or a friend who can hold your story well? And what I mean by that is, can a friend listen to your story and respond without shame, without shock, without judgment? I know those were some of my biggest fears. I thought, whew, I can't tell anybody about my story they're going to look at me with shock. Like, what did you just say? Or, you know, they would come back with some shame of, wow, I can't believe you did that. Or even judgment of, what do you think you're doing? Any of those responses, I was so afraid of that. However, a good, godly accountability partner will not respond in that sort of way. They will listen to your story sit with you in the messy middle and love you through it all. And the last thing that you need for good accountability is someone that will help you take steps forward in obedience. Again, I don't picture Jesus just standing there listening to our confession and our brokenness and just saying, thanks for sharing. I think that Jesus would also not only listen but then help us figure out next steps would help us move forward into obedience, into our true calling and our true identity. Friend, if any of this resonates with you, I want you to know that I am willing 
to be that accountability for you. I've been in your shoes. I've walked your path of a fair recovery. And sister, I know what it's like to be asking those questions of what's next? What is my identity? Who am I now? How does God see me now? And what am I supposed to be doing now? And friend, I would love to walk with you through that journey. I offer some coaching. I would love for you to reach out and explore those options with me so we can find what works best for you. So if you are looking for new accountability or like I said, new community, come join our Facebook group, find out what's going on with other sisters who are walking the same road or reach out to me directly. I'm happy to chat with you and to give you a word of encouragement and to pray for you by name. Sister, I love you. Have a great week. And if we don't talk before then, have a Merry Christmas. Hey mama, I hope today's episode encouraged your heart. If you need to talk about this some more, would you send me a message at christinajoycoaching.com? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It thrills my heart to know this podcast is helping you heal your heart so you can shed the shame of your affair. I am cheering for you, and I can't wait to hear your story. I'll meet you back here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for another episode. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.